0: Good morning and welcome in today. Today, we're going to take a look at a passage of scripture from Micah. But before we do that, I wanted to tell you a little story. How many of you like to go fishing? You know, it's a really fun hobby and it sure is exciting to watch the children as they catch fish. But how many of you have taken your boat out to a favorite spot on the lake, stopped the motor, and then threw your anchor in, only to realize that it wasn't tied to the boat? Goodbye, anchor. Down it goes into the depths of the lake, never to be seen again. And this reminds me of the Christian life. Unforgiven sin is like a heavy anchor upon our hearts. Confession to God and to those that we have wronged is the answer. And the scriptures teach us God will not remember our sins, but he casts them away into the abyss, never to be seen again. Micah 7 verse 19, he will turn again. He will have compassion upon us. He will subdue our iniquities and thou wilt cast all their sins into the depths of the sea. God wants to take that anchor of sin and throw it into the depths. But for some, that anchor is still connected to the heart by a rope of unconfession. That heavy sin debt must be cut away with the knife of truth so that God can cast it overboard. Do you ever take your family to a lake in the summertime? In Minnesota, we're referred to as the land of 10,000 lakes. Uh, So there's always... A lake that you can find somewhere to, to go fishing on. Our children have always had a special activity when they're at the beach. They like to pick up rocks from the ground and then heave them out onto the water. They might skip a few times, but eventually disappear into the water, never to be seen again. And this is what God wants to do with our sins. You know, one of our family's favorite movies has always been uh, Albert Finney's Scrooge. And I, th- I think we've watched and listened to it about 200 times. And in that movie, he was making a ponderous chain of sin, link by link, caused by a cold heart of impenitence. And that chain needed to be removed so that it could be cast away in order for God to completely forget and absolve it. Scrooge exemplifies the Christian life. It's coming to grips with faults and misdeeds that Uh, that have been committed, and then starting over through repentance and contrition and confessing and reconciling with those that you have wronged. We are promised in many passages throughout the scriptures that when God forgives, he completely forgets our entire past. He forgives and forgets. Forget means to put completely out of one's mind or to cease to think of it or to bring it into your remembrance. Once it is forgotten, God ceases to bring it up again. And that is the true grace of God, folks, because God loves us that much, we also ought to love each other. We show love by apologizing to those whom we have wronged, confessing faults to each other, forgiving, forgetting, and reconciling. As I've taught for 20 years, if there's no reconciliation, well, you never really truly forgave the person. Ephesians 4 verse 32 says, "And be a kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake hath forgiven you." Isaiah 43:25 I even I am he that blotteth out thy transgressions for mine own sake, and will not remember thy sins. There are some places close to our home where we pick apples each year, and we pick them from the trees and when we do, the family can't resist the urge to to eat a few as long as they're picking them from the tree anyway. After eating a few, we take the apple cores and we pitch them out into the woods, throwing them behind our backs. And that is how God forgets our sin. Isaiah 38, verse 17, Behold, for peace I had great bitterness, but thou hast in love to my soul delivered it from the pit of corruption, for thou hast cast all my sins behind thy back. God is very merciful and gracious, but confession is the first step towards salvation. How can God forgive us if you don't apologize for your misdeeds? Um, Look at Hebrews chapter 8, verses 10 through 12 says, For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, saith the Lord. I'll put my laws into their mind and write them in their hearts and I will be to them a God and they shall be to me a people and they shall not teach every man his neighbor and every man his brother saying know the Lord for all shall know me from the least to the greatest for I will be merciful to their unrighteousness and their sins and their iniquities will I remember no more. You know the passage that we just read is being quoted from the Old Testament, look at Jeremiah 31, verse 34 says, and they shall uh, teach no more every man his neighbor and every man his brother saying, know the Lord, for they uh, shall all know me from the least of them unto the greatest of them, saith the Lord, for I will forgive their iniquity and I will remember their sin no more. It's such an important passage in scripture that it was repeated twice in the book of Hebrews, you know, if your dad were to tell you something twice, it's probably pretty important that you listen to him. Hebrews ten sixteen through 17 says, "'This is the covenant that I will make with them after those days,' saith the Lord. "'I will put my laws into their hearts, and in their minds will I write them, and their sins and iniquities will I remember no more.'" It is perfect love that covers a multitude of sins. Isaiah forty four twenty two. I have blotted out as a thick cloud thy transgressions, and as a cloud thy sins return unto me, for I have redeemed thee. When we confess our sins to God and to others that we have wronged, we can partake in holy communion together. What we do is we wash away our sins in the blood of Christ. That is a process of complete redemption because it is by his blood that our sins are ultimately washed away. Remission is the act of remitting, to pardon, to forgive sins or offenses. Hebrews 9 verse 22, and says without shedding of blood is no remission. If you look at Matthew chapter 26, 26 through 28 says, And as they were eating, Jesus took bread and blessed it and broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. And he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them saying, drink you all of it. For this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. God wants us to be reconciled to him. God wants us to reconcile with those that we have wronged. In the church, everybody needs to learn to forgive and forget because that is what results in reconciliation. When we cut that anchor cord away, God can pitch the anchor of sin into the depths of the sea. Look at Psalms 103, verse 12 says this, As far as the east is from the west, so far hath he removed our transgressions from us. That's quite a distance, isn't it? Listen to this final humble plea. Psalms 25, verse 7 says, Remember not the sins of my youth, nor my transgressions. According to thy mercy, remember thou me for thy goodness sake, O Lord. So today I ask you, are you ready to cut that chain of sin off of your, your foot there and be reconciled unto God? Have you decided to cut away the anchor? Well, let's think about these things for right now. We can be found on your web browser by searching TLK, JBC. We can find our diaries distributed through various platforms. We're not associated or affiliated with any other religious groups, and you can get our entire podcast feeds directly along with transcripts at tlkjbc.com. Or I suppose that you could find us somewhere up here in the great northern Minnesota woods. Peace to you and Lord willing, we'll talk with you some more tomorrow. Till then. Bye-bye, everybody.